Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word for you. Enjoy. Please make sure if it's your first time here today, you remain in the side of the church, your right, my left, your right. Amen. Uh, We are going to have our life class today. Amen. Oh, you're not celebrating. Are we not blessed? So as a church, we are blessed to have that. We'll be having our own as well. Destiny training will be starting next week, Saturday. Amen. So for those who are attending Destiny, let them attend next week, Saturday. Or this Saturday, the coming Saturday at 10 a.m. to 10.30. Is it 10 to 11? to 11.30 we'll be finishing our destiny training so are we are we are we are we ready all right so please do join us please adjust his uh, his treble is very low his treble is very low so we, we hope to meet you. We are going a long way. Uh, if you are here for the first time, please raise your hands so that we can welcome you. You are not first time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you welcome to the church in the name of Jesus. We are blessed to have you with us. Uh, please feel at home. Uh, the vision of the church is to go into all into the world. And preach the gospel to all creation. Our mission is to win souls. Train. And plant churches. Our founding verse is, he is the one. We proclaim. Admonishing and teaching. Everyone. With all wisdom. So that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. Please feel at home. Feel feel welcome. Uh, If after the service you feel like you want to join our our family, uh, please go to the desk at the back. Right now I'm seeing uh, Liaho is there. So the desk there at the back. 
Está feeling em como rau. You feeling a certain uh, small templates. Outro fa lengualonya zeu zeu tatang. And then you will just join us for our membership. Ena tlavori joinilo ba membayarun. Then you will then be a member. Ena tlava member. You are not the first time. <laughs> it's so great to see, man of God. We are blessed. Amen, Ruthie. We are we are gonna we're gonna talk. I'm hoping to right here after this Okonovole. God be praised. God bless you, man of God. Um we are getting there. Amen. Amen. Listen, um we we are blessed as well. That we'll be having our honor thy prophet. I don't know where the poster is not here. Can we get the poster up there? Honor thy prophet campaign. It, it has started officially from yesterday. Uh, today and moving forward, we are running with it until the 6th of August. Are we not excited about that one? So we are trusting God so much to make it such an impacting Okay, so, even Prince during the running towards honor thy prophets, we are going to be dealing with different aspects of honor thy prophets. Amen. So, please be blessed, be praised, and uh, so as they are getting the, 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 the template, are you, are you winning? Okay, they are winning. So, as you get the template here, I believe sooner than later we'll be able to get it into our phones and trust in the Lord for the next dimension of his grace. Amen. Give the Lord a powerful hand for that. Yes, the campaign is going to be running for I think it's two months. Is it two months? For two months. It's the longest one we've had. Um, and I can't wait. Amen. Wow. Amen. I'm just trying to calculate something. Read your neighbor. There's something the bishop is calculating. Oh, yes. I'm calculating something. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. All right. So, please. Make sure you become part and you find yourself uh, uh, a strong part of what we are doing. Amen. If you need prayers after church, please make sure you do not leave. We have ministers who are here. Please take a seat on this side of the of the auditorium. There you go. You are getting there. And then they will be laying hands on you. Uh, we have seen miracles move. And we have we are believing God for more of the supernatural. In your life. So please do not leave if you need prayers for anything. And we believe God that God will come and reach you where you are. Amen. Uh, 
since we are still on the loyalty and disloyalty series, that's where we've been. I don't know if you are excited or you are angry at me. Are you angry at me because I'm teaching about loyalty? Maybe I should preach about why you should go back to Sunday school. Uh, but we must trust God. Are you with us here today? Oh, yes. They sent it also in our announcement groups, please. If you are there, you will find our relevant posters. Uh, during the Q&A, a certain question came to my mind, and I said to myself, let me focus my heart into it. Oh, there is the poster there. So this is the poster we are running with now. Just give the Lord a hand for that wonderful. Beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. So we will be running with those posters. And wow, they have been designed very well. I saw them this morning and I was so blessed. Amen. Wow. The marketing is working so wonderfully. They're making us look very expensive. Yeah, they're making us look very, very expensive. So, towards that honor that prophet, we're going to have Pastor Kyle Lwate come. We're going to have She'll be coming on the 23rd of this month. And she'll be coming again on the, 20, on the 19th, or it, on the 20th of the coming month. Amen. Isn't that powerful? But on our D-Day, which is on the 6th of October, she will be joining us. Uh, who will be joining us is going to be Apostle Vincent Luate. Apostle Vincent Luate. So as we are running one of the prophets, even in the interim, we will be pushing to have the no tire, but it will be segmented under one of the prophets. Oh yes, we just say no tire. No rest. No relax. Yes. Yesterday in the in the when we were teaching the workers and the leaders, we said at the end of the shed, what do we put at the end of the shed? <laughs> wow. Amen. So, amen. We are blessed. We are blessed. Oh, yes. Are we not blessed? So, today we're going to be dealing with those who live. Because you never say those who live. It was inspired by the QA. It is a QA. And I said, oh, why don't we just summer 
make it a sermon. Mm, so that we may have a clear understanding of what happens when you leave. How am I? So I think that the whole topic is the unvoiced message of those who leave. The unvoiced message of those who leave. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 2. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Your lives are a letter written into our hearts. And everyone can read it. You yourselves in the NIV, you yourselves are our letters. Written on our hearts. Known and read by everyone. Go to the next verse quickly. For as much as he manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ ministered by us. Written not in ink. But with the spirit of the living God. Not, not in tables of stone. But fleshly tables of the hearts. Are you hearing it? Or should I say it again? Let's go to verse number two again. I need to read it for you to understand. I didn't go verse number two. Your lives, or you yourselves, in, in, in my version, the one that I'm reading to, it says, your lives, but in KJV it says, you are our epistles, but in NIV it says, you yourselves. Are our letters written on our hearts, known and read by everybody? It means before you write a love letter, there is another letter that you are writing. Let's go to verse 3. I don't go verse 3. I will try to read it in the NIV. You show that you are a letter from Christ. The result of our ministry. Written not with ink. But written with the spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone. But on tablets of human hearts. So before you write someone a letter about how you are feeling, your life is the first letter that is sent. 
Your life tells us what spirit you have. We are reading something from how you are living. There is a a, a dialogue happening between your lives and our eyes. We are seeing a letter. We are seeing a letter being written by your life. That's why leavers should not bother to claim innocence when people have had bad thoughts about their former churches. That's why leavers should not bother to claim innocence when people have bad thoughts about their former church. Their lives and actions are letters that can be read. Paul speaking of this letter said they are not written in ink but they are written by the spirit of the living God. He's saying Paul said that everyone could read these messages that are spoken without words. There is a secret not spoken message that is written by leavers. You see, every action carries with it an unspoken message. It is unvoiced with the lips. But it is distinct in its nature. The message that is being given by those who live is often written not with pen and ink. It is also a message without words. People who leave, they give off an unmistakable message. Whether they like it or not, everyone can read it. Everyone can see it. Everyone can feel it. People who leave love to hide behind. I have not given any official reason to leave. They simply say the Holy Spirit spoke to me. They speak long standing vision of the Lord that the Lord has given them. They claim to have nothing evil and to have no malicious intentions of living. But there are often many reasons why people walk away from, from someone they have been with for many years. Most of them claim that God has led them to leave. But this is a convenient misguidance. They say that to prevent questions. So why is the departure of people such a painful experience? Why is the departure of a leader or a long-standing associate not something that passes unnoticed? Why does it leave a lingering and bitter taste in our mouths? The answer is simple.
is that the people who live do not live quietly. Yes, they leave a message for all to ponder over. Usually this message is destructive in its effect. It destroys and pollutes the people who are left behind. It, and it helps the departee to gain a following. Some claim that they have heard from God. Some, they don't give a clear reason why they are doing what they are doing. But as time goes on, you hear snippets of the things they have said. These comments make up the true reason for their living. Yes. People will leave you give an official reason. But why there is a real reason? Your lives are a letter. It means we are reading something. Yes, when, when, when women talk something, they will tell you, read between the lines. Read in between the lines. It means between what I'm writing, there's something I'm not saying, but I'm saying. But people who leave you also give you unofficial hints as to why they left. Through casual comments, conversations, unguarded remarks, writings, and texts, letters and emails. People who leave reveal why they really left. Through the informal grapevine. Through the informal grapevine. informal. Yeah. Through my hem hem. Kama hem hem. You will gradually piece together the mind of the departing. You may find that he was actually angry. Bitter. About something. You may find that he had always intended to break away. He may say he may have only intended to work to the ministry maybe for just those few years. You may find that these people, after money and independence, they had decided this is my time to go. It is so sad that the Holy Spirit is the one who has to take the blame for all their actions. People who leave, most of the time they say, the Holy Spirit is leading them. But you can deceive some people. You can deceive some people. And some, some of the time you cannot deceive all of the people. And sometimes you deceive all the people. Eventually your true motives for people's actions will be exposed. 
The most painful, this is another point, the most painful part of the message of people who leave you. Are the questions they generate. I was sitting down with another man. I was waiting for an interview. And he said something that made me interestingly question. Even though this is a this is a bit different from talking about church, but if a he said if a woman wants to be nyati, she will remain with the man as long as the main wife is there. Yes, but immediately when the main woman leaves, she's leaving too. Then the guy, I, I said, why is that happening? Why the, the, the second woman will ask herself the question. Why did the first one go? I don't want to see it. Oh. Then when I, when I read this book, I, I realized, oh, this is talking the same thing. There is a question that lingers on in some people when someone leaves. Those who leave generate questions about everything. These questions often go unanswered and give rise to rumors. Yeah, people will start questioning from nowhere but your character, your integrity, your leadership, your wisdom. These questions are released into the atmosphere by departure of one person. These painful questions do not have ready answers. And lead to suggestions and allegations about your character. People forced to conjure up reasons to explain why they have had to leave. You see, when I was, oh yes, oh, if you want this point, you must go to the book Disloyal and Disloyalty, Those Who Leave You. Yes, I'm not making up this preaching. It's not Holy Spirit. This, this, this is not me saying, oh, I received it from the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that is telling me to, to lead, to, 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 to preach this sermon from the book of those who leave you. Yes. Are you hearing me? Oh well. Oh well. Look at your name and say, oh well. Oh well. The first question they ask, what did you have to leave? The, the, the person who left, they come and ask this person. He's left. Says, what, what, did you have to leave? what happened? What 
Was there a problem? No, Anna no na lobothata. What is going on? Kuira hala e. What happened? What is happening in your camp? People are shocked and surprised when someone leaves. But the person who has left, they smile and shrug vague answers. He knows that people are going to start thinking about reasons why somebody like him should walk away from the church. And that's exactly what he wants them to do. And again, to any robot, why he is hopeful that people will eventually arrive at a certain conclusion which he wants them to have. Come on, why he is about what to fill it over into a Buddha and again to any robot, say, Oh, I want you to understand the implied but unspoken messages of the people that leave you. Can you go to the Hanyamalaya over to Opolela, Massa Bolela, but what am I? When you understand what they are trying to do, it will help you to combat them in the spirit and overcome the onslaught of demonic attacks against your mind. Listen, there is no place that the devil is fighting you for you to go than to go to church. Yes, he doesn't want you to come to church. Oh yes, if there's a place the devil doesn't want you to go, he doesn't mind you going to your friend. He doesn't mind you going to a family gathering. Or a business uh, workshop. Or a workshop. Yes, but when it comes to church, he doesn't want you to go. Naturally, there's a struggle of going to church. Yes, it even becomes worse if last night you were busy doing something you didn't want to do. You were being naughty. Oh yes, last night you were very naughty and you wake up, you have to bath and conjure up the energy to go to a holy place of God. Naturally, you know, you know, your body doesn't want to go to church. Monday, you wake up four o'clock. Tuesday is another four o'clock. Wednesday is four o'clock again. Come Sunday, you can't wake up at five. Sunday, the bed has hands now. It is gripping you to the floor. Oh, yes. Uh, maybe I'm talking for myself. Maybe Am I talking about someone in the sky? Am I not talking about you? Am I not talking about you? Yes. And it's even worse. Almost all families, most of us, not all of us are Christian families and backgrounds. They don't care if they make a wedding, a party on a Sunday. They don't care. And they send you the invite on a Sunday. No, they will bury someone on a Sunday. But they will bury someone on a Sunday. Me, I told, I, 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 I'm telling my members, if I haven't told you, but I told you, 
but I will say I'm telling you now that if you wanna, if they wanna, if you wanna be buried on a Sunday, you'll find another preacher. Sunday, I'm in church. Yes. Yeah, I, I say it. If you want to get married on a Sunday, oh well. Oh well. Uh, you will marry yourself. Me, I'm in church. Yes. Uh, you know I'm a pastor, but you are trying to get me free on a Sunday. Uh, somebody got to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, oh wow. Are you trying to show me, are you trying to test if you are more important than God? Yes, naturally, there is a natural struggle in coming to church. There's an attack in coming to church. If you don't know, very much, very big, big, big challenge. And some, some of you don't realize it's that Saturday evening with all of a sudden the greatest movie you never thought you'd have comes on a Saturday evening. Movie on a Saturday evening. Like now, why can I not? So that Sunday you cannot come. Maybe I should change the topic and say. You can take it change So. Immediately, when someone says, "Oh, this is this is me living," it is it is playing on that thing that is always pressed every Sunday. You are here. Yeah, saying, oh, if you can't do it, just one. So you know, you know, you know, Yeah. Why are you bothering yourself, forcing yourself to come to church, even if you don't feel like it? You can just quit. Uh, you can just let it go. Oh, do you think being Christian is easy? Oh, oh. Look at you and say, oh. oh, do you think working with Christ is easy? Yes. Do you think we don't feel like giving up? Are you hearing me? Oh yes, but so 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 sometimes when somebody leaves and, and, and they say we are gonna we are leaving, we wanna have a good time. Oh. He's not talking to people who are busy not struggling with something. Yes. Yes, they themselves in their minds sometimes they feel like they're not worthy to come to church. Let me go on. So the, 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 the demons are already attacking the minds. They, imp- they open up that, that they extend it even further. They make ma, it even through, through this read, through this, through this uh, series, you will fortify yourself against the attacks of the devil when people leave. Of some of us, if you have not realized, 
When someone leaves, some of us will get discouraged and say, oh, wow. If I'm lying, tell me if I'm wrong. If Is it the one? Yeah, we need to preach about this because oh, yes. We need to fortify your mind, strengthen your mind. When somebody leaves, it does not mean that you have a rope tied to their backs. That says you must follow. Oh, yes. That's why some of you, even though some people are your friends at church, you must manage it. Yes. Because the intimacy you have with your friend does not mean that then when they leave you must follow. Yeah, they are not Jesus. No. Am I preaching the wrong message? So maybe I should change the message and talk about why Pinocchio's nose becomes big when he lies. The people who leave you send the message that Jeroboam gave to Israel. The story of Jeroboam's departure presents us with a quintessential departure. Who typifies all the characters of someone who leaves you and rebels against you and your authority? Rehoboam and Jeroboam have similar sounding names. Many people who do not know or remember the difference between these gentlemen. If you are to remember the letter R for rightful. It will help you to remember that Rehoboam was the rightful heir to the throne of Solomon. However, Jeroboam, who had worked as a servant of King Solomon, rebelled, rebelled against Rehoboam. Rehoboam. And broke away with ten of the twelve tribes of Israel. But God allowed this to happen because of the mistakes of Solomon. Ten out of twelve tribes of Rehoboam's kingdom were lost through the action of Jeroboam. But God allowed this to happen because of, Jeroboam, of, of, of Rehoboam's of Solomon's mistake. Even though the Lord allowed Jeroboam to succeed, it presents us with a vivid illustration of how departees behave and the message they leave in the wake. God allowed Judas to betray Jesus. To bring about the Lord's will of the cross. But the story of Judas 
teaches us an essential lesson about traitors and disloyalty. Similarly, God allowed Jeroboam to break away from Rehoboam to reduce his kingdom by 80% or more. Even though the Lord had allowed it, we can learn something. About how departees and rebels operate. This will help all leaders to mature and combat the scourge of proud wicked men who rise and scatter the church. The Lord prophesied that upon his departure grievous wolves upon Jesus Christ's departure he spoke that amongst you there will be wolves as well. It will not help us as a church to only preach about the angels and the sheep. And we don't preach about the wolves that come into the church. But he says that grievous wolves will come and enter the flock and scatter it. Jeroboam scattered the flock of Israel. And even today, the, Israel has never been the same. I think it, 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 Every good shepherd. Every good shepherd. Every good minister. Every good worker. Every good leader. Every good leader must rise to combat the spirit of Jeroboam. And the spirit of Judas. Do not allow traitors to operate freely in the system. Do not allow the spirit of Jeroboam to operate freely in the church. The spirit of Jeroboam is a spirit of rebellion. After Jeroboam, after the Lord used Jeroboam to bring about his will, the Lord turned around and passed a very severe judgment on Jeroboam and his entire family. Jeroboam's entire family was wiped from the surface of the earth as a judgment against him. Listen, you must hear me right. I have, I have seen many men of God start churches by breakaways. I've seen many men who were, of men, who were sons of a man of God start to start uh, groups of criticism against the man of God. Eish. Eish. I have not seen them end well. Yes. They are beginning, looks like, oh, these people are offshoots of grace. This is an anointing. Oh, but when you see it later on, 
you realize this is a curse. Yes, this is a curse. Yes, I've seen men of God die grievous, painful deaths. When they tell you that this is actually a man of God, you'll be saying this cannot be. Yes. The families, to a point where, if you see a man of God who, who, who made a breakaway, his family he could not control. The kids became whatever they wanted. And you realize, oh, the root is the issue here. Oh, you can't rebel against what God has ordained and think to stay proper. No, it's the same with your own parents. You can, hey, listen, God wants your parents to be your parents by divine ordinance. The intellect that you have now to criticize your own parents is because of your parents who took you to school to have that intellect. No matter how bad you think your parents are, don't think you can step against divine ordinances and win. And win. You are losing. You are planting a deadly seed. Imagine if they told Jeroboam that he's planting a seed to destroy himself and his family. You meet a boy yesterday. You think now you've got a mouth to talk against your parents. Oh, you think now it is now a stage for you to talk against your parents. Now you have a TV, a TV and an audience to talk about your parents how you like. Oh, I pity you. Your beauty will fade like the vapor. And people will say, how sad it is for this girl. She used to be something. She used, we thought she would be something. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it. I've lived life long enough to see that certain things, they don't work. Even if they look like they're working now, they don't work. You are telling your friend who does not know the size of your nappy or your parents are boring. Or I'm bored by my parents. Maybe I should change the topic now. You don't want me to preach about this one. Okay, let me talk to you about how God loves you. Maybe that's the one you want. Oh, yes. Listen. Yes. 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 
Some of the people in this church, they would not know him. They would have been lost, very lost. Yeah, you would have been very lost. Some of you would have been. If not all of you. Now because you know three Bible verses. You have gained authority to judge me. Uh, and say, oh, I don't get the point of this man of God. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, it's my church. <laughs> Am I talking to someone here? Oh yes. Even, listen. When I knew my spiritual father, I had nothing. When I knew apostle and bishop and bishops, all of them, I had nothing in my name. I had no property, no nothing, no nothing. No marriage. Today, because I have a church, today I have a church. I have a house. I have a wife. I have children. And someone calls me father. And I now, because I think I know too much, I turn against the same people. And I say they are useless. They are not they are old-fashioned. They don't know what they are saying. Do you think the Lord will bless me? Do you think the Lord who has common sense will bless me? I, I just say, I'm leaving you. I can make it on my own. You say you want a blessing. Somebody has got to be crazy. I don't know if I should say it right now. I get to give a now. You know, some of us, we want to go honor the dead while they're living, we don't honor them. We see you in the cemetery during Easter uh, taking care of the place. Why else you don't honor those who are alive now? Or do you want them to die first? Are you not hearing what I'm saying? Somebody got to be crazy. Between you and the person you're dishonoring, there should be someone, just one, who's crazy. Just one. It should not be both. Preaching and write this thing. Oh, wow. But every good shepherd, I don't know if you have good shepherds in this house, but every good shepherd, oh, yes, every good shepherd must rise 
and learn how to combat the spirit of Jeroboam and the spirit of Judas. The spirit of Jeroboam is the spirit of rebellion. When Jeroboam's entire, if, if maybe Jeroboam was told, after this, you and your family will be finished. I think maybe he would have thought twice. If he was, if he was, you are digging deep into your own grave. Or maybe this is the sermon that I'm trying to teach you. It is only because Solomon disobeyed the Lord that the devil was given access to wreak havoc in Israel. That's why Jeroboam was an instrument the Lord used to bring an onslaught to David's and Solomon's kingdom. People who leave send a message that there are alternatives to your church. Or there are alternatives to your church. There are alternatives. Alright. Let's go to the book of 1 Kings chapter 12 verse 28 to 30. Good name is somebody gotta be crazy. Let me my son, no more chance about half. Yes. If you are there, say amen. How fit you amen? Who cast Who cast Jehovah? Who Alternatives to your church. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold, thy God of Israel, which brought thee up, up, up out of the land of Egypt. Let's go 29. And he said, 
the one in Bethel and the other he put in Dan. And this thing became a sin. For the people went to worship before the one even unto Dan. Yes. What had happened here is that he put an altar that was an alternative to the altar of God. The Jeroboam, the classic departee, he established another center of worship in Israel. He made them think they were alternatives to worshiping God from Israel. Jerusalem is not only the place you can find God. You can also find God in Dan and in Bethel. This is what he was saying. This is often the message that people will leave say. When a pastor sets up a church near the ministry he used to belong to. What message do you think he's saying? He is saying to all the sundry and the such and such. It is not only the place of worship where you can go. There are alternatives to the church you've been attending. The new ministry becomes an alternative to that church. Why don't you try something new? You discover a new experience in a new roof. Under my leadership. Look, it's not a problem when there are other churches. We actually like the fact that there are many churches close by. Yes. That's why when we held a leadership meeting, I invited all the pastors, and by the grace of God, they came, even the ones who are very close to us. They came. Yes, I remember there's a pastor who's just on the corner here. He made it here. It was, it's wonderful. But it cannot be my son. Oh, yes. You are saying something without saying. Am I talking to someone? You are saying something. You will be surprised that to find that you can have everything that you had in the old place and more with a new alternative ministry. This is the unspoken but implied message of the multitude of pastors who leave churches in anger and in rebellion. They say to the old pastor, I will teach you a lesson. I will show the whole world that there is an alternative to your ministry. We don't all have to attend this man's church. They stabilize committed members. And give them options. This message scatters the congregation. And confuses them. Bishop Dex says that he has also had associate pastors who left him 
started a church just a short distance from him. Why do you think they started churches so near from home? They wanted the very people who attended his church to come and attend the new church. Yes. Oh, isn't, and then they will say, oh, you can come to my church. But isn't the main purpose of starting a church to evangelize to the lost? I remember a friend of mine made a, made a statement. Give me a bucket. I just want to give an example. Yeah, fill it with water. Yeah, you got an idea. Just fill it. Does it have water? Oh, yeah, that's powerful. Bring it here. God says, I will make you fishers of men. I'm, I don't want to say that. <laughs> Give me a stick, just a stick. I want to show you just an illustration of what it means. God says, I want to make you fishers of men. And this is why the church is becoming weaker nowadays. Yeah, that's why the church of God, everybody is agreeing on this question that the church is becoming weak. I want to show you why. That's a big stick. Bring it, it's fine. It can make the illustration work. This is too big. Just give me the one with the broom there. The one, that small one is nice. This one, I can't even hold it. I'm even afraid. Or Bishop Somar Ramela. That's why you want a little bigger detail. Yeah, that is fine. That can work. So what is happening nowadays? Bring another bucket. It doesn't have to have water. It doesn't because I'm realizing we are not seeing the water. So we can use our imagination. Can we not use our imagination? Yeah. I said I was saying to my wife, uh, I went to I wanted to buy my son binoculars. See, and I personally if there's something I've always wanted is binoculars and I can afford them. It's just that I don't have the stamina to go to the shop and buy them. I don't know why. I can yeah, because when you see them, you're like, oh, this is 500. You say, I can do something better with the 500. Yeah, because after you see a car a kilometer away, what will you do? Will you run there? That's all. You can put it there. Now, what, what church has now become? Now, imagine, I don't know if you can see this. I don't know what you can see from the back there. Can you, you cannot see the floor, ne? You okay. can't see the floor if you're at the back, ne? All right, but can you see this step? Can you see this step? Or this one? You cannot see. You can't see the step. Okay, which means you can only see the stage, ne? All right, so take the bucket, put them down here. The bucket's down here. Mm, yeah, put them here. Get me a small, just a small rope. From You can give me even a wire. Lulamile, 
that's going to take too long. Oh yeah, that one. Oh, I thought we were going to take another 20 minutes so that we can now use an imagination for this. Yeah, you need to just... So the Lord has called us, just imagine this. I'm trying to reduce the work of your imagination. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, so that your imagination must not work hard. Then you can focus on the preaching. So imagine this is a river. So in a river you find fish. Do you know where else you can find fish? It's in the shops. But what is the difference between the fish that is in the shop and the fish that is in the river? Okay, freshness. But let me give you a key difference. The, 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 the fish that's in the shop is already caught. But this one is not caught. So all pastors, most pastors are, or some people or some, I don't know. Let me leave it and say some pastors. They see that the river is turbulent. The river is very tough. Yeah, before you go to the river, you must wear the gear. And you must, you must, you must now have the strategy of fishing. And, and, and plan for the fish. And only plan yes. And when and when you catch the fish, how did you it? You must have a strategy of pulling it out of the water. Le plan Then after you have a plan, plan, plan of taking out of the water, you must have a plan of where to store the fish. They must not escape from where you are planning to store them. And while the fish is in the bucket, you must summer carve out the scales. And scales Cut out the the bone, the middle bone. Then after you cut out the middle bone, you pull out, you cut out the head. Because nobody eats a head of a fish. It's not like a head of a chicken or a cow or a pig. Do you see how much work? 
And then after I've done that, it must go to the shop. It must be stored for a long time. So most, most of the time, what happens? Uh, most ministries, they stop going to the river. They just go to the other ones who caught. And they go like, hmm. You see, there you don't have to fight turbulences because they are already built. You are seeing it. They are taking this member, taking them there. Okay. The, 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 the church is growing, yes. But the kingdom is not moving. Because there are still many fishes where. But the, the fishes are just going from this bucket to this bucket. Oh, yes. I'm finished. That's what I wanted to show you. Yes. So but that is easier. This bucket to bucket. Bucket to bucket is easier. Yeah, because most people who come from other churches, they, they know how to dress. They know how to look. They know how to behave churchy. But to get someone raw, raw, raw without an understanding of what's happening. Not, not most pastors don't want to do that work. They rather transplant. They wanted the very people who attended Bishop Deck's church. Yeah, the, the reason why they would start a church is if they want the people from the church to start. Just say, here I am. If you are tired of worshiping there, you can come here. The people who live say that I am as good as you are. The book of 1 Kings chapter 13, this is my last point I'm finishing now. Verse 32. If you are there, say amen. amen. And, and Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month. Like unto the feast that is in Judah and he offered upon the altar. Jeroboam organized programs in Dan and Bethel that were just like the programs in Jerusalem. Subtle messages of saying Dan is as good as Jerusalem. It comes out clearly by their actions. Once people get the message, what is here is as good as what's there. They may have enough reasons to leave. Although they will not admit it, most leavers are setting up alternative to the place they came from and are saying, what we have here is as good as what, is, what he has there. Amen. 
Some, some will even say, oh, me, me, I will, I will bless myself. I will pray for myself. I will watch church on TV. TV is as good as coming to church. TV is not so what they have there is as good as what we have here. These are the unvoiced messages. Oh, the messages. Oh, the messages. We pray. We, we pray. That you hear these messages as not subtle. We teach this so that you don't perceive it as, oh, this is just happening. It is not just happening. It means something. That they are saying something different from what they are doing. It's an accusation. Are you hearing me here today? I am finished. With eyes closed and heads bowed. Let us have our heads bowed and eyes closed. If you are here today, thanks for listening. Please share with others, share the pod on social media, and leave a rating and review to catch all the latest news. You can follow Bishop Blessing Lebebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Lebebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.